Swing it positive in the 44270. This is the Around Ripman Podcast, and I'm your host, Cliff Feitner. And this is a special uh, edition of the Around Ripman Podcast. I am going to be talking about my tagline, keeping it positive in the 44270, uh, especially in relation uh, with the Ripman football team this year. I'm going to be uh, answering a question that I had gotten uh, the other day. But I'm also going to be talking about a couple other things. Uh, it's going to be unscripted. And it's going to be uh, nobody is going to be on here with me. So, you know, sit back, relax, enjoy this trip around Ripman. Day, I was uh, asked as far as why I did not get on the football team for their performance. And... You know, football team, they started their season off, you know, two straight wins, and they've lost the last three. And the reason I told them that I was not that I was not going to get down on the football team, I was not going to criticize the football team, is because I believe in the program that Coach uh, Tyler Dennis is uh, getting into nowadays. And I'm going to give a little bit of the history of the Ritman football team as I know it, as everybody knows. I was, uh, I've been the uh, Ritman marching band announcer since the uh, 2000 season. And I've been to most of the home games. And, you know, for a couple of years, the band did not go to the away games. I've missed a few along the way, uh, a couple of them because I was, uh, you know, with one of them was because I was with, with my son at a Promise Keepers event. Another one is because I had to work that night. That was an away game. And the other home game that I had missed was because I had broken my ankle and I was at home with a uh, plate and uh, nine screws holding two of the bones together. So, you know, that's basically, you know, where I've been as far as the uh, Ripman football games in the past 22 plus seasons. Now, when I first started uh, announcing for the band in the 2000 season, the Ritman coach was Mike Baker, and he had uh, taken over a program you know, from the uh, previous coach. He was uh, the coach for two head coach for two seasons. Uh, first season they had a seven and three record, and second season uh, it was sort of uh, uh, reversed. You know, three and and seven, and then they hired. Um, uh, Haas is the coach and for the 2003 season uh, they started gaining momentum I remember the last game of the 2003 season was against Chippewa and uh, Ripman came uh, out up from behind to win that game it was a home game and it ended with a fight in the end zone the uh, 2004 season we were uh, I forget what the record was but uh, they were gaining momentum towards, you know, the end of the season or during the season, they were gaining a lot of momentum. I remember uh, the seniors who weren't part of the football team, you know, they were part of a great, uh, great cheering section in the stands. And whether it was home or whether it was away, they would go and they would run and join the team in the middle of the field uh, during uh, the post-game celebration. And, 2005 was the year that we made the playoffs. Once again, I don't remember the record, but I do remember that 
the band was going to all the home games. We did not go week right before uh, the playoff game. And he says, well, the band is going to be going uh, to the playoff game. And so we had rode over to uh, North Lima South range was uh, where the game was being played. And of course uh, we did not prevail in that playoff game. And on the way back, you know, we were talking, there was a, there was a levy on the ballot for operating levy on the ballot for the school system. It was uh, voted down several times. And this time when it got voted down, the uh, Board of Education decided to make several cuts, one of which was the athletic program. And they told the uh, football staff who were, you know, part of the playoff team, they can feel free to find employment elsewhere. And some of the starters from the uh, playoff team had gone over to other schools. I remember reading the Medina Gazette and one of our old players was playing for Cloverleaf. I don't know where, where else they went, but uh, coincidentally, uh, when that year that our athletic program was tore down and it, you know, they had to pay to participate. That was the start of the pay to participate in 2006. Uh, coincidentally, that was when Norway started being relevant. Used to be that whenever you go out, have Norway uh, as an opponent, um, a lot of years, that was a bye week. Same with Hillsdale. You know, they both have built some powerful uh, football programs uh, in the past since then. And I believe that uh, Norway has uh, has uh, benefited richly from the Rittman uh, youth program. And, you know, from uh, the year 2006 on, then it's been, you know, one rebuilding program after another. The 2006 season, Rittman won one game that season. That was against uh, Tuscarora Central Catholic. And it was a home game, so yeah, I got to see that. And the one play which would have made the difference uh, was, you know, whistled for a penalty. And the refs gave us a uh, a present, you know, that game. I remember one guy over in the stands, he was wearing a yellow shirt, uh, making obscene gestures to the referee. You know, and I'm, you know, I just thought it was funny that a, a Catholic school would have a fan in the stands, you know, making those obscene gestures. Uh, and the next two years, there were no wins. And then we got one coach who had been uh, an old Smithville player and um, a former Smithville uh, assistant coach. Uh, I believe his name is Wisconsin. Uh, and he had a five and five record in 2010. Now with uh, the current uh, playoff uh, structure, uh, we would have made the playoffs that year. You know, however, back then uh, we did not make the playoffs and Wisconsin uh, had, and I know somebody's going to correct me on the pronunciation of that name. Uh, he left, uh, Rittman went back over to Smithville and uh, was and became head coach after um, after Schrock, their longtime coach, had uh, re retired. And uh, 
but he didn't remain too long as their head coach. So uh, evidently he was not as uh, good as uh, developing talent as a lot of people may have thought, you know, but, you know, between 2006 and now, I think we've had two five and five seasons uh, and we've had some, you know, good coaches along the way. We've had some good players along the way, but not, you know, the caliber of, you know, some of the players that ended up over uh, at Norway and over, you know, at, at places like Smithville and Chippewa. And the reason I say all this is because, you know, Rittman has been a victim of uh, open enrollment as far as our athletic programs are concerned. Uh, and, and you think about this, and this, I did this right after the 2013 season, after there was an unfortunate incident where uh, the coach and his son had gotten the rawest of deals, you know, uh, because of uh, a way that another one of the players had expressed himself uh, during the season. And I had written a a letter to the trading post uh, describing this. And and what I had said was uh, the fact that open enrollment, you know, if you have a good player in in Rittman, they might want to go to places like Norway and Cloverleaf, uh, Wadsworth, and be Chippewa, and if and there would might be a better chance of a college scout being in the stands watching them. And the reason that I would say, you know, Norway, of course, Norway has developed a very strong program uh, in the uh, past sixteen years. Uh, they won the state championship back in twenty eleven. Uh, Cloverleaf and Wadsworth were part of the. Uh, suburban league at the time. So they were playing a lot of Akron schools. You know, once again, they'd have, you know, some of these better players would have the exposure. And of course, open enrollment worked, you know, a different way as far as our fine arts program is concerned. Uh, we had the benefit of having, you know, Ed Sims for 37 years, Jenny Mitchell for, you know, uh, a great number of years in, as music teacher and Randy Robards as the art teacher until is unfortunate death a couple of years ago. Um, so people would want to come to Rittman uh, for the finer arts aspect of it. But as far as athletics were concerned, they would be going to other schools. And so, you know, what's going back and forth all these years until this season. Okay, this season we got Tyler Dennis as the head coach. And, you know, I thought, you know, when I started my my podcast that, you know, I wanted to, yeah, I did want to uh, interview Trent Schaefer, but then he had resigned uh, to go back to his uh, homeschool, West Holmes. And when we first got uh, Coach Dennis in place, I had noticed he was doing all the right things. He would hire a new coach. He would let people know via social media uh, what Ripman connection they had. And also when he had... um, when he was doing things with the uh, kids on the team, he had them uh, very visible in public. And so as far as uh, a PR perspective, he has done everything right coming into town. And I think that, you know, he has a heart for these kids and he also has a heart for the city of Rittman. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to give him uh, a lot of support because of, of all that. And you know, he let me know they're building it, you know, from, from the ground up, and I saw on social media today where he was asking people in the public, 
you know, if they would want to work with the youth programs, you know, that they use a football field, you know, all day on Saturdays, with the exception of uh, junior varsity games, of course. And, you know, there are a lot of things that they can do. So, you know, if uh, you would want to, um, if you would want to get involved with youth football program, you know, by all means, you know, contact uh, Coach Dennis. And let's see, where where was I on this? I, you know, had to stop a couple of times, had to take a look at, um, at, at my messages because we have, you know, some other things going as far as my family is concerned. And I have been really impressed with the way that he has made himself freely available to me. Um, athletic director Joe Staley has made himself uh, freely available to me as far as uh, interviews are concerned. And, you know, they're letting me know, you know, things that are happening. And the uh, defensive uh, coordinator, Charles Dixon, he, you know, had a good conversation with me a few weeks back. And I'm hoping to have some other coaches on uh, along along the way too. We are halfway done with the season, so I don't know how much that is going to happen. Hopefully, we can continue this on with the basketball season. So, why do I not talk about some of the mistakes that have been made? One, I've not seen a lot of fundamentals mistakes made. And if you see the fun, if if there was a lot of fundamental mistakes made, you would take a look at the field and you would be thinking dandelions are blooming because the referees are throwing their yellow flags or the fact that um, some of these referees I've seen don't want to throw the flags a lot because they're a little bit out of shape and they can't bend over to pick them back up. I don't know, but uh, I choose to believe that uh, they're getting the fundamentals down. We got a young team. They're learning. And I think in a couple of years, we are all going to be pleasantly surprised. You take a look at the middle school team right now. They are 3-0. and uh, Chad Milosevic, uh, who is the uh, the coach of the middle school team, is doing a great job. And I am not going to be picking apart these teams because of the fact that uh, I want to keep things positive. Once again, keeping things positive in the 44270. That's why when I talk about the IGA, I talk about the fact you can go in there and you can take a look at some of their meat prices and you could go and compare to some of the other stores, especially go over to Save a Lot, check their meat prices, check all these meat prices. You're going to see IGA has them beat and you know they do have in-store butchers. And if you uh, go to IGA, let's say you want an ice cream sundae, there's all sorts of sundae toppings. There's no place, other place in town that you can have that at the IGA. Same thing about Pop Shake Shack. He put that together during the pandemic, and you know he went through a lot of struggles to get that going and to get his uh, and and to get Pop's place going in Seville. So they they deserve to have positive things said about them and. I like doing that, and I also I do like the uh, recognition that I get from people on city council and from other people that you know they like the positive message that I have here on this podcast. I'm going to keep on doing that, and once again, you know, keep on coming to the football games. You're going to be seeing a a steady improvement uh, with these kids as they're playing football. You're going to be seeing a steady improvement with the band. You know, right now the band is down to 40 members. You know, it, you know, from a high of of 80 around 2019, and they're getting used to the new band director, and she is making the band a 
a better part of or, or part of the Friday night experience. She has them interacting with the cheerleaders. She has, you know, um, and Coach Dennis has the football team come up to the in front of the band at the end of the game, and yeah, they have to learn the words to the alma mater, but they do mumble the alma mater. The kids play the alma mater. And I think that is going to be a great tradition. I even talked about Coach Dennis to Ed Sims, a former band director. And Ed said, yeah, I really never met the man. He says, but I do like him from what you have said. And, you know, Ed and um, Coach Dennis's father, Bill Dennis, who was the uh, Ritman football coach several years ago, uh, they got along really well. And Ed had nothing but good to say about Bill Dennis. And he, and he told me, uh, as far as Tyler is concerned, the apple didn't fall too far from the tree. So once again, I'm, I've been rambling on and hopefully, you know, you've been listening so far. I'm up to almost, okay, I'm up to 17 minutes right now. And maybe I haven't said and and uh in too many pregnant pauses. I know I haven't had to stop too often to uh, cut the pauses out. But, you know, you know, take a listen to this and, and let people know that you're not going to hear uh, negative stuff about about the team. You're not going to hear negative stuff about about the town. I'm going to keep that, I'll leave that to the people on Facebook. If they want to do a Facebook Live or if they want to get themselves a roadcaster or, you know, you don't even need that to uh, do a podcast. You could record a podcast on your phone. So if you want to record a podcast and you know where you're talking smack about the town, about the football team, about anything, go right ahead. And you might even get more listeners than me. You know, more power to you. Yeah, I decided to hit that button, and it is time for me to go right now. Uh, hopefully, I don't have too many R's or W's because I do have my old uh, laptop uh, that I'm recording on this right now, and I can't type the R's and W's uh, on here. So, enjoy the rest of the week. Come out to the football game on Friday night. We are playing Norway, and I did tell uh, the coach that if if Rittman pulls an upset over Norway, I will arrange it so the next home game, I announce one quarter of the game, be the first, second, third, or fourth, you know, what, whatever they want me to announce. But be back on Monday where I'll have the next episode of the Around Ripman podcast. <laughs>